Hi, good morning, and welcome to the Daisy Take. I'm your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I want to welcome you here. If you're new here, hi and welcome. And I hope that you hit that subscribe button or that little check mark and never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, thank you so much. I appreciate you for sticking with me. Information for today's podcast comes from Psychology Today and the CWRecovery.com. CWC Recovery, I apologize, .com. Disclaimer, this episode contains subject matters that may be sensitive to some listeners. Listener discretions is advised. Okay, um, the last few times that I've had my podcast, I've talked about caring for an older adult. Today, I want to talk about dealing with a drug-addicted adult child. And then I think after this, we're going to move on to something else. I was recently watching um, Truman Capote and the Swans. Um, There's also the history of Little House on the Prairie. That is like a wow. Oh my God. That may ruin your childhood if you love Little House on the Prairie. So I don't know. I think next week we're going to talk about something else. This week, um, I I just want to open with something. I, I... I just want to talk about it and, you know, I hope that you're supportive in listening. And if you have any suggestions or you have any feedback, please let me know. Um, Five do's and don'ts for parents with addicted children. How to help your child overcome their addiction with love and support. The push they need to pursue sobriety. And you have to set boundaries and invite open communication. Recovering as a family will require speaking with your son or daughter about their behavior and impact that it's having on everyone. If they are acting out at family gatherings or constantly borrowing money, this is a sign you need to set a boundary. Creating boundaries is hard. And let me tell you, it is hard. I have big trouble with creating boundaries. Actually, no, I can create boundaries. I have big trouble sticking to boundaries. Now, creating a boundary may seem difficult or challenging at first, but it will ultimately strengthen the relationship between you and your loved one and allow both of you to start healing. You need to address the behavior uh, rather than the person. Casting judgment on your addicted child will not mend your strained family dynamics, but it's perfectly reasonable to point out how their actions are affecting you personally. This statement might look like when I see you stay out late at night, I'm worried for your safety. Focusing on how you feel reduces the chances of confrontation because your emotions are not up for debate. 
When you're finished sharing your thoughts, remember to listen and try to understand your child's perspective as well. And they're not children, they're adults, okay? But when you have a drug-addicted adult child, it's like they're children because they're not making responsible choices. They're not making responsible decisions. And they're definitely not able to care for themselves at times. So if your child is in their 20s, well, that's um, that's really hard to... It's really hard to te- treat them as a child because they're not a child, but they're acting like children. As a parent of an addicted son or daughter, you need to remind them that you have their best interests at heart. Um, and you need to invest in your own recovery. And what I mean by that, I mean, you need to take time out for yourself. You need to look up um, groups that you can go to groups that you can have, um, you know, like the groups where addicted people go to, that's what you need groups on Facebook groups, just all over where you can get the support that you need as well. Because I know that you feel alone and you feel like you're the only person that's ever going through this and there's nobody else out there, but there is, there's millions of parents right now going through this and I don't have statistics on this, but there's a lot of them that are going through the same thing. Okay. What not to do? Do not ignore the problem or make excuses. Don't make excuses for your child, but don't re don't berate your child for their choices. Showing them tough love by using phrases like I never taught you to behave this way. Um, that's only going to bring them more shame to themselves and their defenses will go up and they're going to isolate more. And I know this from experience because I've done this and then I've realized what I've done after the fact, if my daughter comes to me and she needs a shower, I will give her a shower. Well, she will take a shower. If she needs food, I will feed her. I won't give her money. I won't give her money, but I will meet her basic needs. And I have been struggling with this because she does not come around often, but when she does come around, she's kind of a mess. And there have been times where she hasn't been, but there have been a lot of times where she has been, where I will say, go take a shower. If you're hungry, I'll feed you. Do you need a ride somewhere? I'll give you a ride. I'm not going to not help her with her basic needs because I need for her to know that my door is open, that I am here for her. Okay. Like I said before, don't make a habit of lending money. Now I don't do that. I don't lend money. I don't give money. I used to, you know, 20 here, 10 here, five here, not no more. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Don't smother your addicted child. If you repeatedly bring up their addiction, they are going to uh, rebel. 
you can't bring up their addiction all the time. It's, it's, a lot of people may say that I'm enabling by letting her come and take a shower, letting her have something to eat, but I don't think that's enabling. I am meeting her basic needs. She can't take care of herself. And until she finally wakes up and the light bulb goes off, you know, this may happen for a long time. Now it's, it's, it's natural to be worried about your child when they're struggling with this disease. And it is a disease. I consider it a disease. You can't let your fears consume you. Um, you need to have your own happiness and peace of mind. And you need to get back to focusing on you and your hobbies and your interests and your passions. Over time, continuing to put your loved one's needs above your own will become exhausting and ultimately harm your mental health. That is what I'm working on now. I am working on putting myself first, putting my needs first, doing my passions, working on my podcast, doing different things. Um, because I can't let, I, I can't let this consume me and that's what it does. Now you can help your child without enabling. Does your child now act entitled? Um, yeah, but not with me anymore. Um, if, and it, it can feel like you're living in crisis that you've sacked, that you sacrifice too much to meet your adult child needs, or you're afraid of hurting them or hurting their feelings. And now you're feeling burdened, used, resentful, and burnt out. Now don't ignore, don't ignore your own needs and don't enable. That is the most important thing. They need to be responsible for their own choices in this life. You also need to be there for love and support, but don't turn around and say, God, I never told you, I I never taught you to act this way. Why are you acting so stupid? Why are you being like this? That's going to make them disappear. That's not going to get you anywhere. That's going to make them feel shameful. And that's not what we want. We want to help this child come out of whatever darkness they're in with love and support. Don't become codependent in your own child's addiction. Codependency is characterized by emotions and behaviors within a relationship that is mutually destructive. Do not do that. Now, I guess you can see from my podcast that I've kind of let you into a little bit of my life. I'm dealing with two very two specific things in my life at this point. Taking care of a parent who took care of you 
their whole life. And there's also a tendency to have a bit of guilt if you're not able to do it or you get tired of doing it or you just say, gosh, I just need that break. I think the guilt comes when you feel an obligation, whether you are able to do it or not. And as far as the addicted child, I believe you just have to let them go. Sometimes you just have to try to let them go. You have to worry about your own self-preservation, what makes you happy, but it's easier said than done. You want your children to be happy. You want them to be successful. So needless to say, I do a lot of praying, but I never let the two intersect in my life. Who comes first? My parents. They always come first. And I will sacrifice and I will keep away harmful things to give my parent peace of mind and to give them all the love and support that they need right now. And as far as my other situation with my child, I pray for her and I help her when she needs it, like a shower or something to eat, but I do not give her money. I do not enable her in that way anymore because I am starting to learn that the most important thing is me. If I don't take care of myself and I don't find my passions and I don't um, do the things that I love, I'm not going to be able to take care of anybody else. I want to thank you for joining me today on the Daisy Take. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. And join me for Murdered and Missing Monday on Monday. If you want to leave me a review, head over to Apple Podcast. You can leave a review there for free. <laughs>